This is Bert Bollinger, editor of Hardwood Floors Magazine. The episode of the NWFA Real Answers podcast that you're listening to today is brought to you by the NWFA Emerging Leaders Council. Today we have Michael Martin and Chris Izza on the phone, and we are going to talk to them about what's going on in the world today. Thank you, Bert. As of Sunday, March 22nd, the number of coronavirus cases rose to more than 30,000 in the United States. Half of these cases are in New York State alone. Nearly 400 people have died. So that just kind of puts us in perspective of, of where we're at today. Um, this week also saw the passage of the Family First Coronavirus Response Act to pay sick and family leave. In addition to paying sick and family leave, there is also relief for cash flow within the act. Late Friday, the Treasury Department and the Department of Labor jointly outlined guidance on the new tax credits. Both departments will release the full guidelines later this week. The Rural Floor Covering Association provided us with a summary of the act, so big thank you to them for helping us streamline the government's outline for you. I'm going to go through that now. The act allows companies to take tax credits of up to $511 per day for a total of 10 days for each employee paid sick leave because of a quarantine or isolation order, or the employees show a sign of coronavirus. Further, if employees are on leave to provide care to children or individuals who show signs of coronavirus, then there's a tax credit of up to $200 per day for up to 10 days. Eligible employers can also receive a refundable child care leave credit of up to $200 per day for as long as 10 weeks. Reimbursement is promised to be quick and easy to obtain. The guidelines allow an immediate dollar-for-dollar tax offset against payroll taxes for businesses that pay sick or child care leave. To ensure the funds are immediately available, employers that are required to deposit federal taxes, Social Security, and Medicare taxes will be allowed to retain those payroll taxes rather than deposit them with the IRS. If the amount of taxes collected is not sufficient to cover the cost of paid leave, employers can seek an expedited payment from the IRS by submitting a streamlined claim that will be released next week. The combination of, this, of a grace period and the exemptions are designed for businesses to deal with cash flow problems. We'll continue to provide your information as it becomes available through Hardwood Floors Magazine. So just go to the homepage of hardwoodfloorsmag.com. And Chris, I know you saw something with the with the Treasury Department earlier today that, that also talks about some of the relief for cash flow. Do you want to bring us up to speed on that? Uh, yes, I certainly did. Um, Steve Mnuchin, the Treasury Secretary, was on uh, one of the news channels. Can't tell you which one it is because I keep flipping around. But uh, he went into some fair amount of detail regarding the relief bill that they're working on. It's not 100% passed yet. I believe it's called the relief bill. And in there, there are uh, a few categories, one of them for small business retain, uh, for the small businesses to retain a loan uh, that would cover for two weeks worth of payroll, is what he said. And then the second half of that was there were further clarifications that needed to be ironed out pertaining to uh, small business overhead that you could also gain relief from. Um, then there was one more piece that talked about immediate family relief uh, for families of four in the uh, dollar amount of $3,000 per family. So they did not get into details of how it will be dispersed or, or when they're going to pass it. And then as long as you filed all the proper documentation, um, then the loan wasn't going to be required to be paid back either. Uh, you had to prove out that you used it for payroll and whatnot. So I found it really interesting. I, I, did, I didn't tape it, but I paused it and rewinded it and paused it and watched it a couple times and made some notes. And those are my notes. Uh, again, that was coming from Steve Mnuchin, uh, the Treasury Secretary. 
Let me ask you, Mike, there was also, we've had some internal communications going back and forth with uh, the NWFA Board of Directors, and we also got a communication from our chairman, uh, Craig, and uh, regarding the steering committees uh, being activated. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, that's a great point. We are going to start doing a weekly thought leaders uh, series. Um, as you know, Chris, we have four steering committees, one for each major member type. And I think the member types may be facing different challenges in their businesses. So if you look at what manufacturers are going through, what distributors are going through, what retailers are going through, and what contractors are going through, they each bring a different lens to this. And they each have perhaps some different challenges, um, you know, ranging from being a really small business or self-employed up to having crews that um, they've got to take care of or keep social distancing going with. So we want to talk through each one of those. We're doing a launch next Thursday with everybody um, on one call and just go through why we're doing this and, and talk a little bit about that. But then as the weeks progress, we'll get into, um, you know, what, what NWFA can do to help each one of those member segments as we go through this, this challenge. And not only that, but really just provide our members with the opportunity to come together and talk to their peers you know, peer level about what they're doing in their own businesses and sharing best practices for, for getting through this crisis. So, for example, um, the contractor steering committee is made up of various contractor members, and they'll get on their call, and they're going to talk about what they're all going through. And because they're represented around the country, it's a fair assessment that what they're talking about is a good representation of what the contractors are going through. Then they're going to filter their comments back where? Back to NWFA headquarters? How, how do we then channel it and send it back out so that all the members can benefit? Well, what we'll do is, you know, the staff will be participating on the calls and we'll, we'll summarize what happened and, and try to put together some stories of what people are doing out in the field to really uh, help our members. So again, trying to bring those best practices to the forefront and then communicate those back out as suggestions or helpful tips for each one of those member types. So we'll communicate email blasts, hardwood floors. Yeah, well, we, you know, we have the we have the resource center set up on hardwoodfloorsmag.com. Um, so we're posting everything. So everything that we talked about today, um, as far as the the act that's been put in place, as far as what the relief looks like, we'll post all those documents that the government puts out, um, so that you have one place as a as a someone in the wood flooring industry that you can go to and find um, pretty much hopefully everything you you need to to figure out how to run your business. Um, so we've been working on that for the last week, and again, we'll post things as they come along. But we'll also post those those summaries there so that you can see, um, you know, what your peers are doing. Right on. Uh, I also want to note that um, Forbes put out a list of Corona coronavirus COVID nineteen small business relief programs. Uh, it's a real good article. You could just Google that, and it'll pop right up. Um, if you put in SBA relief uh, coronavirus SBA relief, that'll pop up. And uh, I did a lot of reading through that, and there's a lot of good things in there that are, that are going to apply to um, the small businesses. So it, it's obvious that the, you know people are trying to make an effort to help us, and and everyone sees what the immediate demand is going to be. Same thing we've been talking about since last week: cash, because right. when when money's not coming in, but money's going out, you know, doesn't take a genius to figure that equation out. It doesn't work. Uh, right. So I, I applaud everybody trying to help this. And uh, what about uh, ASAE? I saw a communication on that. And, and what's that all about? 
Yeah, well, I, um, we've, we forwarded out a request from the American Society of Association Executives. That's the association for association people, of which the NWFA is a member. Um, so like like you're in the NWFA and you're, you know, it's all wood flooring. Um, everybody in that group is all uh, association leadership. So we get together and have an annual meeting and we get together and have uh, different groups that, that communicate throughout the year, um, just like NWFA does. So from their perspective, they put out a request that everybody engaged in an association help them uh, make for sure that Washington understands, uh, our legislators understand the sure. tremendous impact that, um, that the coronavirus is having in the association community as well. So we sent that out and asked our board members to also send that to the local Congress level so that we could make for sure that message is getting out there. So my, like, like NWFA, you know, many, many associations, including the, uh, you know, coverings, which is all of the tile associations, they've had to cancel their meeting as well. Those are huge revenue generators for most associations. That's one of the things that helps them pay for everything else throughout the year. So there may be some re relief dollars coming through that. At least we're going to let, we're going to lobby for that um, as we go through the next few weeks. All right on. All right. So good. That's what we want to stay on top of. Um, I know that I posted in the NWFA technical page today and I also put it on my own personal Facebook page, and uh, I'll let you contractor guys think about this. And pretty much what I wrote or what I put out there um, was we did a direct communication in a in a group text to all my employees, letting them know that um, you know they're being thought of and that they're going to be looked after, and that the company will you know hold the line and and we're all in this together. I I kind of wanted to make sure that my employees weren't at home for the weekend saying what's going to happen you know maybe they have a, a wife who's saying what's going to happen if you don't work and so cnr flooring's doing their part to hold together uh the family of cnr flooring i guess as well as the families of cnr flooring and so we put that out there and on my own personal page i let it out there with hey when this is over you know if you need your hardwood floors sanded or installed think of cnr flooring um as being a community cares company and we'd love to give you an estimate kind of a little plug there um to the general public just saying you know we're a good company and we're all in this together and you might want to consider giving those messages to your employees and uh to your community just so seems to be working it got good response for us today so i'm optimistic Good. Well, I think that's important. Um, you know, leaders within every company have to do what they can to to make for sure that their employees feel as safe as possible um, in in a very uncertain time. So yeah. we're all we're all feeling the same thing, no matter where we're at in in our careers or in our homes. So um, I think that's really great to to be able to put that kind of statement out to your employees. Well, we're trying, man. Like I said, in everything I'm doing, I'm saying we're all in this together. Everybody's in the same situation. So let's. Uh, I close that out by saying, let's remain positive, keep a great attitude, try to keep your sense of humor. And, uh, you know, I hate to say it, don't be a Debbie Downer, but you, you've got to believe that there's another side of this. And so stay optimistic out there because uh, that's the only way to get through it. And that, that's what I have for today. And, and, I, and I hope everybody is doing well. And uh, I wish you the best. Thanks, Chris. Um, I will add just to, to wrap things up here, you know, we, we're starting these thought leader series on Thursdays with our steering committees. But if you're interested in participating as 
uh, within one of the member categories and you're not on a steering committee or you're not on one of our boards, um, you know, please contact me directly and I'll give you the call information. Certainly this is open to all of our all of our members, we just wanted to get something started and, and, and start at that level so that the steering committees could help us provide some input into what we need to do. But we certainly welcome anybody to participate. So call me, 314-422-5651 uh, is my cell phone, or you can email me at michael.martin at nwfa.org, and I will get you those conference numbers. So I think that's it for this one, Bert. I'll wrap, throw it back to you. Well, Michael, Chris, thanks for your time today, and thank you to the listeners out there for joining us. If you have any topics that you want us to cover right now, please let us know. I've put my contact information in the podcast description, and we look forward to your input. And as always, stay safe, and we'll talk again soon.